I just told myself I can't get a nine to five. I got just got to do little side hustle jobs, nine, ten dollars an hour. It was like creatively, you know, I was in the right space. I was doing, you know, the right things. But you know, when you don't have no money coming in, when you're just trying to pay the rent, it's kind of hard to, you know, to focus on making music when you got all these other things to worry about. You got rent, you got food, gas, shit like this. Um, so that was the hardest part, was just juggling the, the creative side with the financial side, trying to pay my bills and stay in my apartment. You know, and still, still chase his dreams. I think that's why a lot of people quite quit. Welcome to Desire, to Inspire Podcast. It's Jerome, youth mentor, entrepreneur. I'm here to bring in my life, bring in my world, drop a lot of jewels and a lot of gems. If you take 20% of what I say and apply it, it definitely makes some change in your life. So I'm back with another episode. And like I keep saying, like the music I put in is mine. I try to like, you know, create different avenues. Like I've been making music for artists for years and it's like, not that I'm disheartened, but you're always relying on somebody else. I just want to rely on myself, really, at this point in my life. So I've started to kind of, like, work with syncs. And um, I met a lady, like, a couple of months ago. Her name was uh, Sue Hepworth. She works for um, Sky TV um, for a company called SATV Publishing. So anyone knows what publishing is on a short, you know, short spiel of it. You play your music or something. And there's royalties that come every quarter. And if you pull it into a video, pull it into you know, a YouTube video nowadays, or you put it into an advert, uh, you can get money every time that gets played. So as long as you register with PRS, then you can get money from that. So that's kind of the avenue I'm going in at the moment. So obviously, like, all the music I put in my podcast is mine. So if anyone hears it and wants kind of music, there's a library that I'm creating at the moment. So it'll go with, like, I don't know, happy music, sad music, whatever mood, whatever genre, I can just create that. It'll be like, well, a minute or two. So that's my new sync though that I'm working on like this year. So go and check out SATV there. They got a few things that they basically put music on. Um, so I'll be working on a few of the small adverts. Um, and hopefully, yeah, that's just a new avenue for me. So, And how I got, how I got that, that opportunity was just the power of conversation. And again, going back to the book I'm writing called Why Conversations Matter, it's the same reason why my guest is sitting here. It's like you might work with somebody and might, you might just think, okay, you're passing the time. And then it's like certain energies clash. I'm an energy nigga. So like... If I, if I feel someone through the conversation, I'm like, wow, this person's actually valuable. Give me your number. I need to link up. And that's how I kind of got this guest on now. So, yeah, this episode is about music. I love music. It's my first love. And we can talk about R&B. So, I'm going to introduce my first guest. Introduce yourself, actually. So, Much so more better. My name's Emmett Silver. And I, I used to have a background in music management, arts development. I did kind of drop out to pursue my passions in music. But as you know, in life, you go on and on and on and on. And you're just like, you know what? I'm going to put it back in the back burner. Kind of like the intro said, you've got bills, you've got other things in necessity in life and you feel like your passions become wants and uh, your your problems are actually the things you need to sort out. But now uh, me, I'm a spoken word artist. Um, I'm a podcaster myself. I'm a writer. I'm coming out with a new book called Life in the Lotus, which is more like philosophy and way of thinking and the way you should kind of deal with things every day in life because it's not, the it's it's not the prize that makes the man it's the man who got the prize do you know what i mean it's the dedication it's the effort all these kind of small little things it's turning up when you don't want to turn up it's uh putting in work when you don't want to put in work that makes a person who they are so i'm just here to chill talk about music and get going if you if, if you want to have a conversation or if you're a podcaster interested uh my Instagram handle is at truth with no fear. That's all one word, at truth with no fear. Yeah, I love that, I love that, I love that. Yeah, so basically, yeah, man, I think I could talk about music for like hours. If if, if, it, if, there, was, if there wasn't a stop button, I might just go for like 24. 
But um, it's only because I was born into it. Like, I was born into family's music. I've, you know, so for me, it's, like, natural. So, like, when I met this guy, it was like, okay, I need I need someone that's a copy of me that doesn't get bored of hearing about the new releases and old school. And I'm, like, a historian because I'll go back. But R&B is something that I've, I like. I listen to first because, obviously, my mom, my older cousin, my girl cousins were listening to R&B. Before hip-hop, like, hip-hop was more as a teenager. And then grime was more, like, when I was a teenager. And then rap was when I was a bit older. But my first music that I had to listen to was, was R&B. So... But now, like, we want to talk about just the state today. 2022 R&B, what's your stance on it? Uh, it's not real. I, I, I think Future, the worst thing that ever happened with music, you know, is Future, and I love Future as an artist because he comes from Dungeon Family. That's the same point. Yeah, like, yeah, Outcast yeah. Goodie But Future, when he hijacked... Um, as Charlemagne Gaulle said, um, T Pain's trap and took T Pain's trap. Mm-hmm. He turned freaking um, R and B to rhythm and blues to ratchet and blues, bruv. Mm. That's it. W- it's not even ratchet and blues. It's rap and beats because if, mm. even if you listen to the majority of the R and B singers, they're not really singing. They're mm. they're 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 singing on a flow, not sing, singing rap, on a melody. Rap sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the like B B. I feel B when B was with Jay, she started to change her little singing vibe because she was just singing before. And then she started to do Beyonce. It's that kind of rapping, like Beyonce yeah, yeah. was kind of kind of rapping. So yeah, but just. The, she she was doing this rapping thing before that. She mm. um, there was a remix on No No No, yeah. Okay. And she did it with Wyclef John, innit? Okay. And then she had yeah, this yeah. kind of like rappy kind of flow. And even when I look at someone like Nelly, innit? Because he's got this kind of country, but he's got a kind yeah. of R and B flow because it's like if you wanna go take a ride, that like you got that, their melodies, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a melodic thing. So mm. for me, the state of R and B is not really R and B no more. It's the kind of the same thing I feel about hip hop, innit? Hip hop is a culture, but rap is a music genre do you get what i'm saying yeah so anybody yeah. who raps right whether you're rapping on a country song or this is a rapper but not everybody who who has who listens to, or is flowing on a hip-hop song is an mc and i feel like yeah, yeah. we've got into this point where kind of like where jazz was where we're getting the kind of diluted version of our culture so but we're not even going from like cola like coca-cola to pepsi we're going from like coca-cola to like tesco value now yeah and it just feels water but there are like for me anyway in the last few years there are artists that i actually love their music like her Oh, and Daniel, Daniel Caesar, Caesar, yeah, bruv, but, I can go but, in. But, There's but, like 10 artists because they knew that's got a new Brian, Bryson Tiller. For me, I, we're going to go into it, but the sounds, what changed it for me is, is it, it didn't, you know, it, it didn't hit the scene of the mainstream. So basically what I'm saying is hip hop was underground, wasn't a mainstream, and then it had the gangster rap, then it evolved into all these massive genres. Now hip hop is literally number one in the number one world music. R&B hit a ceiling because it went from ballads, then it went from like poppy R&B, and then I don't know what happened, bruv. Musically, I don't think it, 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 it grew as much and then it started to go to this trap soul, which was kind of like what Drake introduced with 40, that kind of music. And then obviously Drake singing and rapping changed... But a lot as well. That's my point. The reason why R and B is not succeeding because it's no longer R and B; it's diluted, right? Yeah. So if I, if for example, if I take a drink, right, and mm. I have vodka, right, mm. and if it's okay if I have a vodka with cola, yeah, or a vodka with lemonade, right, because you can still taste the vodka in it. Maybe you might need a double shot so you can feel the oomph. But once I take vodka, then I add like a splash of lemon juice, then I add conjo and all this other stuff, and I start mixing it. It becomes a cocktail vodka mm, as the base mm. and that's what r&b now is it's like there's a bit of r&b in it this r&b in the kind of way of 
like it's you singing to a girl or something but the content itself is so mixed and muddled up you can hardly say yeah i know definitely the lyrics change i feel like they wasn't talking about you know i ain't gonna lie i love canali's album bro like sexy sage savage that album like Ooh, that, that was a fire that was for me i still go back to that because i feel like all around production wise writing wise yeah distraction is my favorite song on that <sighs> bruv what song oh there's so many on there but production wise is hard Peace writing wise hard, but vocal but she can sing and even her story bruv like she's got a real rap struggle story like she yeah. went she went she went on the show the the the, um, the tv show that she was living with nick cannon and she grinded just to like and the first uh, project i heard was should, should you be here and it was a mixtape oh that was the one with yeah. chance the rapper in it yeah, big yeah, big yeah 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 that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that and then, was and then, hard and it had the kind of painted kind of portrait with her yeah, just looking at the horizon bruv. But if that was my first introduction. I was like, who is this gal? Because mm. it was like, do you know what I say Kalani is? Mm. Kalani is like Janae Aiko meets Keisha Cole. <laughs> Why'd you say that though? Because <laughs> she's got that thuggy kind of, because I think she's from the Bay Area. I'll fuck you up. But mm. sometimes I feel like a piece of her meditation comes from her at the same time. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But she, it's like, she's, she, she's ratchet, but it's a more zen ratchetness. But I feel a lot of the, Maybe not her, because her sounds more new. I wouldn't know where to even put that. But I feel like a lot of people that try and go to the Essence R&B, they go to the vintage sound and they try and bring it back. Like, yeah. SZA had a lot of that. SZA album sounded like it came out in the 90s, bro. I, the I, 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 the I, Control I, album, do you well, feel? I, I, think, I think she did. She Remember this. Every um, artist grew up on an era doesn't like their era of music. Yeah, so I nah, hear you. it this way, right? I grew up. I'm, I'm born in the 90s, right? So my favorite era of music, and we're going to get into this, even though you said it's cheating because it's 15 years, <laughs> right? But era is normally 10 years, but yeah, I don't yeah. care. I make the 